You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Make Your All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and J-Rod here with you to talk about MLB Survivor. You still in Survivor, J-Rod? You're still surviving? Yeah, I am. I am. I, I, I have two strikes, so I'm, I'm living dangerously. I have no safety net. But yes, I am. I had the Yankees last week, which had a little bit of a scare there. But And I've got the Red Sox this week. Taking the Bo Sox. Basically, on t- uh, my survivor, which is, I think, our survivor here, anybody that plays the A's, I'm taking them that week. So that, that's, that's, been, that's been my strategy. And Boston does play the A's this week. They, all, they, they start by playing the Rangers. At least all the games are at home. So Boston does not play today, but they host Texas, and then they get the A's in Boston over the weekend. So the three most popular picks uh, from last week, your Yankees, the Phillies, the Dodgers, they all advance. Uh, what are the numbers looking like, Paul? So we are down to 103 surviving entries. I believe it's the top 20, maybe top 24 that make the money out of a total of, what, 578. So we are below the 20% threshold mark uh, remaining entries. I think I'm going to go with the Blue Jays this week. And now the Blue Jays were very popular a couple of weeks ago, so might have a little bit of a leverage spot there. But they have the um, White Sox. We have the White Sox. They're they're on the road. White Sox and the Tigers. I feel pretty good about going 3-3. Other options considered the Red Sox, obviously, uh, with the A's. The Rangers makes me a little nervous. You could do something like the Giants, maybe, with the Rockies for three, one of the other worst teams in baseball that we talk about. But they've also mm-hmm. got the Mariners, uh, Twins. That's dicey. you got the Orioles, and then you've also got the Royals. Uh, I mean, if you really wanted – the Nats are playing decent ball, but the Reds, like, they've got they, – they've got a seven-game week. So typically try to avoid that. They've got on, – they're on the road for seven. You've got the Nationals for four, and then the Brewers for three. So I, it, it is interesting, though, J-Rod, as well, because if you look at the pick availability, 49 have the Red Sox available, so about half, and it's about the same. 44 have the Blue Jays available, so I don't know like how that's going to you know filter out throughout the pool. Have the same people used both the Red Sox and Blue Jays already, and who are they going to pick, or is it going to be pretty split? You know, whoever's got the Red Sox left, it's going to use the Red Sox. Whoever's got the Blue Jays left, it's going to use the Blue Jays. So be interesting to see how it shakes out this week. Any thoughts yeah, on so, other options that you guys would, yeah, look at? I, you know, I, I, I actually saw this, and, and I kind of, I was hedging 
But the Giants may not be a bad uh, fit as well. They play the Rockies and the Mariners this week. Because the, the way I look at it is this. If, if they play a bad team, then you hope that they'll at least win two of those games, right? And then if they play a, a reasonably good team, all they got to do is win one game in that series. You get your three wins and you advance. So that was that's kind of been my strategy. You know, I know it's a lot of it has been sort of like an auto pick. They play the A's that week. I'm going to pick them. But I was hedging between the Red Sox and the Giants. I ended up going with Boston because of the uh, Oakland uh, aspect of it. But I'll tell you what, man, you know, we're 15, 16 weeks into this. I'm starting to pick the bones here. I'm starting to run out of some teams. I, yeah, I hope I advance, but next week's going to be interesting. It is something where I, I definitely, for stretches this season, picked the ball club that was going against the A's. And sometimes that didn't work out for me. Uh, the week that I picked the Braves, I needed Atlanta to take two of three from Arizona to advance for that week, and it worked out. But I do wonder... It, when it comes to the strategy of just picking the ball club, taking on the A's, how much longer that's sustainable. Uh, you do have some weeks where you're going to have seven games, and so that's largely frowned upon. But also, too, as much as we want to pile on the A's, at some point they are going to improve. And they're not going to be you know, playing 800 ball or anything ridiculous, but this notion that they are the worst team in the history of Major League Baseball just isn't true. I would argue that probably toward the end of the season, might be the Rockies that are the worst team in baseball. Maybe there's a case for the Royals uh, to be the worst team in baseball. There are probably other ball clubs where if you are running out of A's opponents to pick, that there are other ball clubs and maybe now is the time to start and mix and match a little bit. Yeah, and the question is, how much do you, Ed and you, Paul, uh, how much do you look ahead? I mean, to me, I, I always hate looking ahead because I've always felt, you know, especially like NFL survivor pool, I can't get to week 12 unless I week, win, win week four. So how much ahead do you look like, okay, I'm going to take the Red Sox this week and I have the Giants next week and they play this and this. Does that go into your uh, thought process or are you just trying to, hey, I just need to get to that week first? What do you think, Paul? It's a mix. Uh, I think Ed has done a pretty good job of pointing out like next week is going to be a very curious week because you've got like the only two teams with an even number of games are the Phillies and the Padres. So I've actually kept both of them in my back pocket. Um, So definitely have to credit Ed with like seeing something like that. I mean, I think with the double pick weeks, um, there's always something to consider. I think at this point, I'm pretty much past the looking ahead part. I mean, like last week, it was either the Yankees or the Dodgers. And I was going to be good. I use the Dodgers. And I'm like, okay, they're one of the best teams in baseball. There's a little – they got through on Saturday, but they finished the week three and three. So wasn't exactly totally comfortable. Um, <laughs> I think I'm past that point for the most part now. I think next week is like that last kind of, hey, what, how many games do you have this week sort of week or like saving teams and considering the best options. So I think I'll probably use either the Phillies or the Padres next week with that even number of games. Um, there's one more double, two more, one more double pick week, really. I don't think this is getting towards the end to the end of the season, but the last week of the season is a double pick week. Um, but the short answer is I think I'm pretty much past that. I do like that I, in this situation, and Jared, we're in the same boat. We both have a team that has been used by more than half the pool. So I think a good amount of t- we'll have some, we'll have a little bit of an advantage there. Personally, 
I'm sorry to say this, although I'm not really that sorry to say this. I hope the A's bring it on the Red Sox and make it better for all of us with the Blue Jays, but we'll see how that goes. Well, and then and next week, guys, remember, next week is the all-star break, right? So right. you only have, it's only a three-game week for a lot of teams, for all, for all the teams. For most of them. There, there's four yeah. for the Padres and the Phillies. And so that's the idea is possibly saving both of them, at least up to this point, so that you can get an even number, which is kind of the idea there. Um, yeah, that's scary an because all of, sudden, thing, this, all of a sudden the A's take two out of three from the Twins, and that, and that kills the pool. Right. Right. So circling back to this, you know, we've got the All-Star game uh, happening next week uh, up in Seattle. Shoei Otani – pitches on Tuesday, scheduled to pitch on Tuesday for the Angels. Uh, they're going up against the Padres, a mercurial ball club out in San Diego, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I don't know the latest, but Shoei Otani was uh, put in as both a hitter and a pitcher. Uh, but if Otani is pitching on Tuesday, does that mean he's, well, actually, no, never mind. I, I answered my own question because the Angels don't play on Sunday. Uh, they play Tuesday through Saturday. And Otani's uh, scheduled to pitch on Tuesday, and then that's going to be it for him. So he could very well start for the American League uh, when the All-Star game happens, and so he gets his one inning or two innings, whatever it is. Uh, But you do get an Otani start in that stretch. The Padres, as I mentioned, are a little mercurial. Is there a flyer to be had for the Angels, knowing full well that it is challenging to try and get a week for the Angels when Otani is pitching twice? And you also want to avoid a seven-game schedule altogether. And so is, is perhaps the Angels worth a flyer at this point, guys? You know, Not I, for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, the, 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 the part that we left out is that the, they, play the, they play the Dodgers. It's the Padres and then the Dodgers. And granted, they're road games, but, but I think the Dodgers – you know, the Dodgers beat him twice in Anaheim, shut them out, I believe, in both games, two to nothing. Uh, that's where Kershaw got sort of, you know, we, we saw Kershaw reimagined uh, in, in one of those starts. You know, I, I'm more, just to get off topic for a little bit, I, I'm more concerned. I don't want to see Shohei start the All-Star game. I don't. Because then if, if you keep him, uh, then you, you'd lose him and you wouldn't see him hit, right? Or if you did, then you'd lose the DH. So I, I almost... I, I almost don't want to see him start because then you'd lose the DH. You would lose. And then the he take over. His... Uh, right. So can he, he not? If your, pitcher, if, if your pitcher ends up hitting, then then you lose the DH. He can't be like but, pitcher. He can't be starting pitcher DH. I don't. I, I want to say if, that. If, yeah. I want to say last year they still had it because, I mean, you had the same sort of issue before where, you know, he, he sort of serves as the DH role. I mean, to me, that's sort of the, uh, the impetus for the Otani rule to begin with is that he morphs into a DH when he stops pitching. And so then he continues to hit from that role and then someone else comes in. Yeah. I mean, I hope so because I mean, I, I, I honestly don't, I couldn't. I could care less about Shohei pitching. I want to see him hit. I want to see him hit. I want to see him hit every time. And and you know, the, in terms of an All Star game during the season, yeah, it'd be cool to see him pitch. But but 
to, to me, I, I want to see him hit. I want to see if he can take somebody deep in one of those games. Now, now, the, now if the Shohei rule's in effect, okay. But that, that, would be, that would be more important to me in an all-star game. And then back, Ed, just bringing it full circle on your point about the uh, yeah. survivor option. So 66 people, uh, about two-thirds of the pool, have the Angels available. I actually do as well. I think I used them in a different entry earlier in the season. So between that, the Giants, we mentioned 82 people out of 100. So about 80% of the pool have the Giants available. So it'll be just interesting to see how it breaks down, especially if multiple people have used both the Blue Jays and the Red Sox. I think that's Mm -hmm. where you'll see some different options and people going with the Giants or maybe the Angels or somewhere else on the board. Is there still that one entry that doesn't have any strikes? Uh, I believe so. Pull it up okay, real great. quick. Entries. <laughs> How's that Let's possible? See. Leaderboard. I don't even know. But, yep, yeah, still perfect. Perfect. Oh, But he gosh. has used Toronto. He has used Boston. So, he looks like huh. he has the Giants available. Looks like he has the angels available so that could be be interesting to see where he goes that's a that's interesting Hmm. but still though like would you rather be running out of options now and no strikes versus having say one or two strikes and you still have a lot more options available like at this point in the season yeah yeah, I mean, obviously having I'm having not- no strikes, and you could sort of throw stuff up against the wall. Maybe you could take, you know, you you could you could say maybe I'll take the A's in a week, or maybe I will take somebody that take isn't a pitch. The A's. You know, why not? Yeah. And, and and if you yeah, can, you imagine taking the A's and 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 going through the next week? Then you know your charm. Then you know you're going to win the damn thing. Close right. it down at that point. Yeah, <laughs> walk into the finish line. Yeah, pretty much. Must be nice. That must be nice. It, it is I interesting know, though when you're. When the A's had that seven, eight-game winning streak, did anybody actually take the A's? Because that would have been amazing. Uh, but I don't think I you don't need to, know. though. I and did... that was kind of – Yeah. Well, and, and that was the point I want to make, though, is that if, if, say, the season ends, like the survivor season ends, say, like a few weeks before the end of the regular season, then there are ball clubs that you can avoid taking altogether, like the A's, mm-hmm. like the Royals, like the Rockies. That's how I'm going to try and treat those teams. Uh, just doing a quick scan through. A lot of people tried to get through with the A's on like a double pick week or like at least took the risk that, hey, if I'm going to take an L anyway, let me at least burn them here. Um, I also mm-hmm. see a bunch of people that took the A's who are no longer with us in the tournament, at least during the pick em pool. But R.I.P. Yeah. We'll, we'll pour one Tough out team. for the homies. Yes. Yeah. For 80% so, yeah. of the homies. Blue Jays. Blue Jays are my pick this week. So 95 people have entered their picks. That means we could have eight no picks, and it's an early first pitch today. So maybe, oh, I don't right. know, J-Rod, get your pick in if it's not already marked no, in. It's, but, it, it's yeah. in. It's in. I, I got the Red Sox in. I, I usually do it on – I usually do my homework on a Saturday or a Sunday, and I get them in because I will forget. I'll be that guy that all of a sudden – can you imagine having two strikes and forgetting because it's a holiday weekend? Oh, that'd be the worst. Nope. That'd be the worst. It's happened. It's happened. Look. Oh, was it Memorial no. Day week we had a couple of strikeouts? Yeah. Because of that? Oh, a bunch, yeah. 
Yeah. Ugh. If you can lose your money like that, good for you. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next are plays for today's MLB card right here on the BetQL Network.